You're listening to the Walking Wise Podcast by Gradient. Daily wisdom from the Proverbs for every day of October 2020. Here's today's episode. Proverbs chapter 19. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one who is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Also, it is not good for a soul to be without knowledge, and he sins who hastens with his feet. The foolishness of a man twists his way, and his heart frets against the Lord. Wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his friend. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies will not escape. Many entreat the favor of the nobility, and every man is a friend to one who gives gifts. All the brothers of the poor hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? He may pursue them with words, yet they abandon him. He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies shall perish. Luxury is not fitting for a fool, much less for a servant to rule over princes. The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, and his glory is to overlook a transgression. The king's wrath is like the roaring of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. A foolish son is the ruin of his father, and the contentions of a wife are a continual dripping. Houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Laziness casts one into a deep sleep, and an idle person will suffer hunger. He who keeps the commandment keeps his soul, but he who is careless of his ways will die. He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. Chasten your son while there is hope, and do not set your heart on his destruction. A man of great wrath will suffer punishment, for if you rescue him, you will have to do it again. Listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel, that will stand. What is desired in a man is kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. The fear of the Lord leads to life, and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. A lazy man buries his hand in the bowl and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Strike a scoffer and the simple will become wary. Rebuke one who has understanding and he will discern knowledge. He who mistreats his father and chases away his mother is a son who causes shame and brings reproach. Cease listening to instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. A disreputable witness scorns justice, and the mouth of the wicked devours iniquity. Judgments are prepared for scoffers, and beatings for the backs of fools. This world is full of sin. There's beauty and also chaos. Life and death. Justice and injustice. Light and darkness. So many people are disheartened by the evil in the world, but forget that we ourselves are contributors to that evil. My lies cause pain and confusion. My fits of anger open wounds that aren't easily closed. My bitterness produces more bitterness in others. Solomon makes a number of observations in this chapter. 
as we go through them, we need to ask ourselves, do we fall in line with the way of the world and perpetuate the cycle of sin and injustice? Let's look at verse 4. Wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his friend. Being wealthy increases the chances that people will look to receive something from you. I personally follow a billionaire on Twitter just because he randomly gives out money to his followers that like his posts. So I am really just in it for the money. And wouldn't it be so hard to be that guy? Always questioning if people love you for you or only what you do for others? But here's the thing. We need poor people in our lives. And not just because we can help them and give them things, but they can give us things. Because in God's kingdom, he doesn't regard the rich higher than the poor. In fact, the gospel came to the poor, not the rich through Jesus Christ. So we can't look at people in poverty with human eyes. We need to remember that they are people Jesus died for, and therefore they have something that they can teach us, just like anybody else. The gospel flattens all of our standing with one another because we are all equally fallen before God and all equally in need of His grace. Verse 14. Houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. We may expect that things will be passed down from our parents. For some of us, we're fortunate to have cars passed down, college funds, trade skills. But who brings us a spouse? Now here the verse seems to suggest that there is a person that God brings into our lives for those of us who are called to be married. So I'll just leave that thought to linger out there for you. Verse 17. He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. So get this. All your money, whether you're rich or poor, is borrowed from God. If you're rich, it's only because God allowed you to be. And it's important to note that rich people require no faith to give large sums that barely make a dent in their pocket. But those in need have the chance to exercise faith with their money. In other words, they'll be asking the question, can God really provide if I'm going to give? Remember, when you have pity on the poor and give, it's only possible because it's God's money anyway. So why do we hold on to it so tightly? Verse 24. A lazy man buries his hand in the bowl and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. I just love this picture. Someone is so lazy that they put their hand in a bowl and they can't even pick it up. We've all had those days, right? The days that you just really can't do anything at all. And some days, that's good. Some days it's good to just do nothing. But don't get accustomed to letting your feelings drive your actions. At some point, we all have to recognize no one else is going to feed us. We are responsible for the life God gives us. No one else can live out your calling and God-given mission. There's only one you, and God created you for a purpose. So receive the call and pick up your hand and let's get to work. Thanks for listening. If you were encouraged by what you heard today, let us know by messaging us on our Instagram, gradient.ya. Hope to catch you tomorrow for our next episode of Walking Wise.